Heartache is the unbearable disappointment of unmet expectations. And the pain, the despair, and anguish can feel unbearable. Proverbs says, a crushed spirit who can bear. It says that because it's in those moments that you're not easily consoled. You've tipped over your threshold of tolerance or you just don't have answers. So vision is super dim and hope is real close to being done for. Except woman, Jesus is the living hope. No matter how broken hearted you are, join me on today's podcast because you are not forgotten or forsaken. God sees you. He does love you. You do matter. And I have a message from him just for you. To the grown woman, pray. To the woman looking for answers, pray. To the woman who's busy, and just needs a change. Pray. Pray, woman. Stop comparing yourself. Pray. Stop grumbling. Pray. Stop giving excuses. Stop counting yourself out. Pray. Stop discounting God. It's time to pray. Welcome to the Woman Pray Podcast. Welcome to another episode of the Woman Pray Podcast. Today I serve as an oracle for God to the brokenhearted, to the woman in despair and experiencing a heaviness so weighted that you're either numb and despondent or tears are flowing like a bubbling brook as you heave for air. Woman, if you can make it just another moment, know that your father is with you and he is upholding you. It may be dark and desolate, lonely and hard, but he extends himself to you. He spreads his wings of love over you. He has compassion for you and wants you to look to him during this time of overwhelm. Look and be reminded that he is the lily of the valley and the shepherd through the valley of the shadow of death. Now, to be sure, the shadow is convincing, but it was through actual death that Jesus destroyed him who had the power of death, that is the devil. So you are now freed from the prison that holds you captive to hopelessness or keeps you bound to sadness. Your savior, Jesus, was touched by how you feel right now. And as your high priest, he knows your weakness and has ensured that the exasperation of your soul is relieved through him. For all who call on the name of the Lord shall be saved. So your promised eternal life when you call on him and he saves when you call, not knowing what you need to be saved from. He heals when you call, even if you don't really know what the problem or the remedy is. When the temptation to give up, pull back, or count it all as lost is at its strongest, he is able and willing to rescue when you call. Something within may be broken. 
And the grief may be excruciating so that you have no words, just a wail. But listen and hear. When you cry out to Jesus, he is a very present help and you don't have to know how he'll answer. He is a refuge and you don't have to earn access. He does deliver and you don't have to detail your burdens so he knows how. He really does bring the morning joy when your night is long and the weeping endures. So trust him and his promise enough to cry out to him and then leave the rest to him. Isaiah 42 says, I have chosen you and not cast you off. Fear not for I am with you. Be not dismayed for I am your God. I will strengthen you. I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. So don't faint daughter of God. Don't quit on him and don't quit on life. There is so much more for you. Even if you can't see it in this moment on this day or in this season. You may be limited, but he is not. So say his name. The very fact that you're listening to this podcast means that you have the strength to take this step. Now, the next step is to change your focus. Romans talks about the one who is not thankful or does not glorify God. That one will have futile thoughts and a darkened heart. When your thoughts are futile, it means that what you're thinking about is pointless. Those thoughts mean nothing because they cannot bring change. So my sister, whatever you have on your mind that has welcomed sorrow and pain, it's futile. It's futile because it's now the past and the bitterness of heart that you now have is only an opportunity for the spirit of depression to move into your life so that you're locked in the darkness until purpose and meaning are completely lost. So take your mind off of the reasons you're downcast in your soul and put your hope in God. Joel 3 says, let the weak say I'm strong. You don't have to feel strong. You just have to change your focus. Rather than rehearsing your mind what you cannot change, focus on the one who brings change. Lift up your eyes to the hills from whence cometh your help. Your help comes from the Lord. See, by the spirit of God, Jesus came to comfort and console, to give beauty for ashes, the oil of joy for mourning, the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. In other words, he's asking you to swap with him, to make an exchange, to cast your care upon him and let him take care of you. This change or exchange of heaviness happens when you articulate thanks and verbalize glory to God. It doesn't matter if it's just a whisper because it's helping you change your focus. So think of three things to be thankful for and say them aloud. Do the opposite of how you feel and say hallelujah to break the silence. Even more, turn on lights to break the darkness. 
Get out of bed and break the weakness. Take a bath and break indifference. Ride out for a few minutes and break the isolation. Allow someone, a friend, a counselor, a pastor, a fellow sister, allow them in your head to break the momentum of the lies that you're hearing. Do whatever is necessary to act on God's promise, whatever it takes to resist the devil and submit to God. God. Fight for your life. Fight for your sanity and your wholeness in the same way that those physically sick are encouraged to fight for their life by feeding the feeding on the word of God because the word is spirit and life. Allow the same word of life to minister to the brokenness of your heart. Listen to healing declarations to hear and repeat what God promises you. Now you can go to womanpray.com for that. But if you can manage that, press your way to really lock the devil out by finding someone to serve. Because when you do, Isaiah says, then your light shall break forth like the morning and your healing shall spring forth speedily. This is what it means to fight the good fight of faith, no matter how brokenhearted you feel or crushed in spirit you are or how unimaginable the situation is or how pitiful you look. Call his name, change your focus and clear your head. Clearing your head means that you're no longer rehearsing why the pain is present because you've made a trade with Jesus, the word that became flesh. So now you're thinking and rehearsing on the truth, not the facts, but the truth of God's word. The Lord is the strength of my life. The Lord is my strong tower and I am safe. The Lord is my defense and shield. I wonder, come on, say it with me. The Lord is the strength of my life. The Lord is my strong tower and I am safe. The Lord is my defense and shield. That's how you clear your head from despair. You renew your mind with his word. You write his word on your heart and allow his word to direct or redirect, to tell you what to do next. That's what it means when his word is a lamp to your feet and a light to your path. His word is light in your darkness and direction when you just don't know what to do. See, factual information will always trigger more pain because it was and is unfair. They were and they are insensitive, maybe cruel. But as a believer, you're established in righteousness so that oppression has no dominion over you. You may have been sucker punched and the air may have been knocked out of you, but your decision to submit to God, that is to do, his, to do what his word says and resist the devil, the temptation to believe the lie is exactly how the devil will flee from you and you will look like victory. You won't just have victory, but you'll look like it. It may not feel like it in the moment, but the joy of the Lord is your strength. So you are not beholden or hostage to your feelings, those sour feelings. Proverbs says the heart knows its own bitterness and a stranger does not share its joy. In other words, people around you won't know what you've been through because you not only look just fine, but you are just fine. Not because of your strength or resilience or willpower, but because 
because Jesus is your living hope, the real answer for the unshakable longing within you. And he will not disappoint you. He will not fail you. He will not drop you. He will not lie to you or betray you. He will not mishandle you. He will not. He will not. He will not. He gave his life so that you are safe. You are covered and you are protected. He delivers you from those who are too strong for you. He delivers you from death and keeps you alive in famine. He makes room for you as Jehovah. Jehovah Rehoboth and calls himself your friend, the Lord of hosts, your husband. He's a covenant keeper who is near those who have a broken heart and save such as have a contrite spirit. That's Psalm 34, 18. And it goes on to say, many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivers him or her out of them all. That's his promise. Even when you don't understand, when it feels unsafe and and you don't know what to do, or you still hurt and you even feel empty. But because he's faithful to his promise, you continue in him and with him so that you're found faithful to your promise to him. Hear me, disappointment is real. But just suppose there's a conversation in heaven about you, just as there was about Job. Satan stood before God and accused Job of being insincere, saying, does Job fear God for nothing? Have you not made a hedge all around him, around his household and around all that he has on every side? You bless the work of his hand and his possession has his possessions have increased in the land. But now stretch out your hand and touch all that he has and he will surely curse you to your face. And God released Satan to prove it. And as tough as it was for Job, he proved the devil wrong and he proved God right. Job was faithful and you can be too. Disappointment is real. But suppose this is about the trying of your faith, according to 1 Peter 1, 7. Or as Mark 4 would say, trials or persecutions arise for the word's sake so that you stumble in Christ. In either case, it means that where you are is your proving ground. So prove who you are and what you believe by responding like a woman of faith, a woman who applies James 1 and counts it all joy, seeks the wisdom to fear God with meekness, and then offers praise, honor, and glory at the revelation of your Savior, just as Romans 2 encourages. In other words, Prove the devil a liar and show your faith as pure. Disappointment is real. So real that the pain can make you wrestle with what you believe, who you trust, and what you know to be true. In this state, you can arise from the hurt hardened and cold towards everyone, including God, or you can surrender to God and trust that no matter how tired you are, how hurt you feel, or how hopeless it looks, there is a future and hope for you. All is not lost because it is written. And you not only matter, but there's more for you because it's written. Your latter days will be better than your former. He is perfecting your life. You are complete in him. And that all of this, whatever this is, it is to perfect, establish, strengthen, and settle you, just as Peter said. 
So you don't have to compare yourself with another because with long life, he satisfies you and he promises to show you many good days. Hear me, my sister, disappointment is real, but it's also temporary, a light and momentary trouble that is achieving for you an eternal glory that far outweighs it all. So make a decision to reject feelings and the temptation to doubt God and say like your savior, nevertheless, then fight for the crown of righteousness because you understand that's the only thing at stake at this time in your life. Let's pray. Father, we thank you so much for being the living God, this, the one who sees all things. You are El El Roy and nothing is hidden from before your eyes. But just as you saw Hagar and you provided for her, we thank you for seeing every person that's on this podcast today and you still provide. You are a healer to the brokenhearted. You are the one that binds up every wound. So I commit every woman and man that's on this call Trusting, Lord, that you are the healer, that you are the deliverer, that you still save and you do rescue. So show yourself strong, Father, as we delight ourselves in you with a whisper of your name, as we choose you and change our mind, choosing to be renewed, trusting that your promise is yes and amen, even when we're in our broken places. We thank you, Father, that you are near us even now. And I trust, Father, that this word that you have given to me for your people will break every power of darkness that you will deliver your people from darkness translate them into the kingdom of your son where there is greater confidence in you and that you father will keep their feet from being caught so they will not fall even if they stumble I commit every person unto you Lord and I thank you for your word that will not return to you void and I trust father that joy has come the joy of the Lord is their strength. And I thank you, Lord, that you wash them in your joy. And as it is written, happy is the man whose God is the God of Isaac or Abraham, Isaac and Jacob. So let it be so, Lord, that happiness is released over your people because there is joy in who you have made us. We are made in your image and in your likeness. So Father, we look to you to be glorified through your son in each one of our lives. It's in Jesus's name that we pray. And I call your name victory as we all say amen god bless you so much and please know that you are not in life alone if you need to reach out to someone to talk to and you can't figure out who i am available to you just go to womanpray.com and dm me on social media or whatever you have to do you can reach out to me and i will make myself available to you but more than that, you can call upon the name of the Lord and he promises to be a very present help to you and he promises to save. He's faithful, so we trust him.